0: This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. I like to, on Thursday nights, I like to try to talk, I like to try to talk about the parasha, but since Matt has brought up a point this morning, we'll quickly discuss it and try to discuss something relevant to the Parsha. By now, everyone must have noticed that in the Mus'af Sh'mon we inserted two extra words of the chapar as the obvious question is why are these two words inserted, and what is the where did it come from? So the truth is, if you look in all the modern day siddurim you will find this uh, these two words added. However, if you go back in time, <coughs> you'll see that let's say for example in the Siddur Hagura and the Siddur of the Balatanya, it's not found in the Pasha, and neither is it found in the Rishayim, the Ham, as well as the uh, Mahzavitri, Rishaynim, they do not have these extra words, Paras pasha. So the Eliot Rabu gives the following pshat, which is the most uh, probably accepted pshat, that the reason why we say the words l'chaparaz pasha is because if you count in that part of the davening, there are 12 words of praise. If you go through them, you count each one, it comes out to be 12. And they correspond to the 12 months of the year. But what do you do when there's a 13th month? So you got to have an extra prayer. So we, that's what Al Pasha is. But it doesn't answer the question, so why is it Al Pasha? So they explain, because if we perhaps have made a mistake, and we shouldn't have made it a leap year. If we didn't make it a leap year, then we're in a big Avera, because we threw off all the Yom Tavim. All the Yom Tovim are in the wrong time. So we say, pasha. We're asking for a in case perhaps we, we made a mistake when we Khajbin this year as a leap year. And therefore all the times we're going to have Yom Tovim, they're going to be in the wrong time. So it's like a Bakosha together with a, with a request that if Cheshit we messed up, we want it to be a forgiveness. And you have to say yeah. mess up in a non-leap year when you should have made it a leap year. Well, again, there you're not going out of the. You're not changing it. Here you're going and making a change. The Gemara talks about what happens when you make a leap your way you shouldn't have. I don't think more talks about the other way around. Now, impossibly. Now, it is is Mr. Brewer. That's right. It's still Chal. Right. That's the Kiddush. It's still Chal, The Gemara says. Right. But so no, we, we don't feel like it's the right thing. The Mr. Brewer brings down different opinions. How long do you say the Chappar is for? Many people stop after Adar. Why would you stop after Adar? So they say because Adar is the month when we actually make. The leapier. We make it to others. So therefore many people have a practice to stop after others. Some people continue it. But the Mishnahbura says on things like this, Nara Nahara Pashte, everyone does whatever they want and don't lose too much sleep over it. So that's just again a very short background behind Ul Pasha. Now there's a passing in this week's Pasha that I want to talk about for a second. After the after his family came out of the table, HaKadosh Baruch Hu told them that now you're going to be allowed to eat meat, because till now they couldn't. But dim dimchem dimcheman sechem edrash. However says, the passage Hashem says, I am going to seek out, search out blood uh, of of the soul. So Rashi says, what's going on over here? Rashi says, this is the source in the Torah that suicide is prohibited. We do not allow suicide in Judaism. That's what the Gemara calls the phrase in Chazal, that's the person who commits suicide. It is a sin. Shulchanah talks about that you don't even get to get buried with other Jews, you don't get to be buried in a Jewish cemetery, it's a very grave sin for a Jew to commit suicide from this week's parasha, the Torah says that suicide is prohibited, even though one would argue, this is a big discussion today in politics is it my body? You're not the buy on your body, you don't own your body Hashem gave you a body, and you have to follow His rules so suicide is is prohibited now there is an interesting question that came up throughout history, hopefully it should never come up again, but very, very often throughout times of tragedy, many Jews... Took their lives to prevent something in the future. For example, if you remember, because uh-huh. Hashem says, if you take life, I'm going to seek, seek you out. So Rashi says it means if it's quoting the Gemara and Baba Kama, if you take your own life, I'm going to seek you out. I'm going to get you in trouble, I guess, in the afterlife for doing it. So if you remember in the Kinnis, yeah, but the Gemara figures out ways to make it as it's for, for everyone else. Yes, that's correct. It was only for night, but the, 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 the Gemara said it's for everyone. Now, if you remember, we read in the Kittis, the famous Gemara in Gittin. What well, was the famous Gemara in Gittin? There was, a, there was a boatload of children, teenagers, boys and girls, after they were taken captive after the, uh, during the Chorbin. They knew they were going to be sent to Rome to be used for uh, uh, Reyes and Mishkam Sachar. So they had a whole discussion, should they kill themselves? And they ultimately killed themselves. So the question is, is that the right decision? That's a form of suicide. Why is that permitted, or is that permitted? So the truth is, there's actually a das Zikadim on this week's parsha. The das zikadem writes in that pasuk that if a person commits suicide because he's afraid that it won't be able to be oymid b'nesoyan later on, the das zikadem says that is not suicide. So Lafi, what they did, it's not considered suicide. Now the truth is, there's a mashon baba basra. The mashon baba basra asks on the famous story of the mekoshesh. Tosas tells us in baba basra the mekoshesh did it Lashem shemaim. He knew that whatever he did on Shabbos is again the death penalty, but he did it to show the Jewish people that we still have to keep the Torah. So the Masha asks, so he's a, he committed suicide. He didn't act knowing he's going to get killed. That's suicide. So I can ask, the answer It's not suicide. Since he did it, L'Shem Shemayim. his intention of killing himself was for showing the Jewish people that they still have to keep the Torah. When a person kills himself for the sake of Hashem, that is not considered suicide and therefore it is not a violation. There's a famous story which is not true. We mentioned this on Tisha B'av, It's absolutely not true. All historians agree. It's not true that 93 Beis Yaakov girls from the Beis Yaakov in Krakow supposedly were supposed to be taken by the Nazis to be used for Znus, And they also all committed suicide before. It just never happened. The story never happened. But that's the same idea. If you're allowed to take your life to prevent what may come down the road. Now the truth is, if you look at Moshe Sternbach's commentary on this week's parasha, he talks about what happened in many of the ghettos. Now again, we're never mm-hmm. judging Chas V'Shalom what the Jews went through in the Holocaust. It was a very difficult time. But he debates that many Jews took their Lives actually. If you look in in 1938, right after Kristallnacht in Germany, there was an unbelievable uptick in suicide rate. Many, many Germans committed suicide after after uh, after what happened because they couldn't deal with what was going on. Many, many there was an um, it's it's written up in the newspapers. There was such a such a rise in suicide. They just didn't know how to handle it. But in what? No, Jews, Jews, Jews after Kristallnacht in Germany, didn't know what tomorrow was going to bring. So many, many of them, it's the, you can look into statistics, many of them committed suicide. So Rabbi Sternbach writes that in the, in the camp, in the ghettos, many Jews were suffering daily. So for them, it was easier for them just to commit suicide. So he says, he's not justifying it. He says, but many Rabbonim that were there in the camps told the people, it's not worth it let them kill you, and this way you'll be considered, a, 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 you died on Kiddish kiddush Hashem, instead of killing yourself. Because if you're going to kill yourself, it's a question whether or not you're going to be in a violation of suicide. So instead of jumping and letting, instead of getting killed by jumping up against a wire fence, which many people did, many inmates did that, and again, we're not judging them, it was a terrible time. But he argued, it better be, let the Nazis kill you, because if the Nazis kill you, that's already considered kiddush Hashem. If you're going to kill yourself, it might be. But according to this, it's not. According to this Daos of Canaan, that's not considered suicide. If you're doing it because you can't handle anymore or what they're going to do or for that, that would perhaps not be in a violation. There's one more pasuk I want to talk about in this week's parasha. In The next pasuk The Pasuk says, If someone spills blood from a person. So there's a famous tshuva from the Chacham Tzvi. The Chacham Tzvi has the following shell. He wants to know, can a goylem join a minion? The Gemara tells in Sanhedrin that Rabba made a goylem. He sent it to ribzeira Ebzeera struck up a conversation with the Golem. When he saw the conversation wasn't going there because the Gaelum had no ability to speak, he told him, Ah, I see you're man made, you should die. And he died. The Gaelum died, that's the end of the Gemara. So the, 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 the Behuda is discussing can a Gaelum be part of a minion? So, what are the two sides of the equation? On one end, he says, Of course he can't be part of a minion, he's not Jewish, he's man made. On the other end of the equation, he says, well, we know the Gemara tells us that when a, if, you, if you raise someone, it's like you gave birth to him. So maybe since I created him with my own two hands, maybe that's halachically as if I'm his father. And the uh, Chacham Tzvi paskins, he says, no, he can't join the minion. What's his raya? He brings raya right from that Gemara. The Gemara says that when Abzerah saw that this Galen doesn't talk back, he said, hey, you should die. Chacham Tzvi, why should he die? He's very useful. You could <laughs> store him in the closet. When we don't have enough people for a minion, you'll pull him out. We don't have to stress about having a minion every day. Ah, oh, says the Chacham Tzvi, from the fact that he didn't do that, you see that he can't join the minion. That's the Chacham Tzvi's right. Uh, then the Chacham Tzvi says, one second, who gave Rebzei the right to kill him? Why is it not murder? So the Chacham Tzvi made up a drasha on this week's parsha. The Chacham Tzvi says, if you read the postage, it says, Damo, Odom, You're only Chai Ritzich if you kill a person who came from a person. But since this geilem was made yesh me'ayin, he wasn't made, so he wasn't born from a person, there's no violation of a tzicha. So then, And all the to point out, there's no such gemara like that. The Chacham Tzvi made up a jurash on this week's parsha to back up his idea. And his idea is that there is no violation to kill a geilem because of this passage, it's only if you take a life from a person who came from a person. Now, the Chacham Tzvi didn't ask this question to waste everyone's time. He asked this question because his grandfather, Bel-Yobal Shem, a Talmud of the Marshal, sixteenth century, actually built made a golem. and he made a golem, and therefore the Chachamzus was asking halachah He wasn't playing games. He was asking Allah His son of Yaakov wrote a subsequent truth on this topic, and he goes even further to discuss his father's pesach. He says, one second, if you can't, we know there's a question. Can a cherish to join the minion? So he says, well, if this golem can't talk, so then he can't talk. Maybe he can't hear. So he's like a cherish. So there's a whole back and forth discussion about that and he ends up concluding like his father's tzach, that Avadi he can't join the Minyan. Now you'll ask me, this sounds to be so outrageous. The Brura brings down this Chacham Tzvi. The Mishnabrura Simen Nun Hayes of brings down, he writes, and if you want to know, he's talking about Hilchas Tvila He says, and if you want to know if a golem is a Mitzar look in the Chacham Tzvi. So Steinman asked, he said, I don't get it. Why would the Brura write that? It's irrelevant to Allah Chalamaysa? In the times of the Brew, they were making guilems. So Rabbi Steinman writes, yes, you see from the Brew that at least in the 20th century, there were people that knew how to do this, and the Shaila was relevant. And therefore, the Brew was telling you a legitimate market He's telling you, take a look over there, you should know it's discussed. Now, by the way, the Chazanish also agrees. The Chazanish wrote on this. Because if you look in Yeridea, Simon Kuf Tezayin, Semen Kuf Tezayin, Yeridea, sorry, Kuf Tess, the Mechabah you're allowed to make a guilem you're allowed to. <laughs> it's ironic. It says in Shulchan Aruch, you do enayim. What's Achiz Enaim? Optical illusions. But you're allowed to make people from Sefi Yetzirah. Which one is more popular today? Everyone's doing optical illusions. It's a big business. You don't find too many people making a But in Shulchan Aruch, the Mechaber Paskins, it's 100% permissible to make things through the Sefi Yetzirah, which is what the Gemara discusses. On that, the Chazinish writes, yes, but he can't join the Minyan. So writes the Chazinish. Now, they bring two rayas from Chazal. To whether or not a could join the minion. One raya is from a famous Gemara in Brachas. The Gemara tells us in Brachas that they were short one man for a minion. And the Shiloh, was should they free the Evet Kanani and make and allow him to join the minion? So the Gemara is a whole back and forth that when you're Mashachi, you're Avda, you're ovibase. So Frek, the Achoraydim, I don't get it. Just use a golem. Why is the Gemara trying to figure out what to do? Why don't you just use a golem? Oh, it must be a golem, it's not Metzahfull minion. So the Achoraydim said that's not a raya. Maybe it takes time to cook him up. You can't just cook him up overnight. Maybe it takes a couple days to cook up the golem. Rabbi Shuaiz points out, this Gemara, according to some Yishoyenim, in Brachis, was, on par- was Shabbos, Pasha Zacher. Maybe you can't make a golem on Shabbos. Maybe that'd be one of the 39 Malachis. So that's not a raya. Another raya they try, is the famous Medrash. The Medrash tells us that when the Shvatim wanted to hold a court case to make, come together with a Chayim with Yosef, they were short one. They needed one more guy to join. So who'd they get? They got a Kosh Baruch to join. So the Imre Bin asks, why couldn't they just get a golem? Let the golem join. So you see that a girl doesn't count for a minion. So that's what the Akhorena bring down, that uh, it doesn't count for a minion. Now, the truth is, the Reb Tzodok from Lublin points out that when, when Reb Zayra killed him, he didn't just kill him because he was useless. He killed him because he felt he was a threat to the community. He was a danger. And that's why he killed him. So uh, you don't have a raya that necessarily normally, it's not it, against the Chachamzi. Chachamzi says, there's no nowhere to kill it. According to Reb Tzaddik, it's not a riot. He killed him because he personally happened to have been very dangerous. Now at the end of Rabbi Yaakov Endin's chuvah, he tells you about his grandfather's ghyllim. He writes, My great grandfather Yobal Shah made a gulem in the fifteen hundreds, and he had to kill the ghyllim because the ghulam was getting out of control. So what he did was he had his, he had a shame on the gholems head, he took the name off, the gylum smacked him, and he said he hurt my grandfather, but then the ghylam ultimately died. So that's how Rabbi Yaakov Endin describes the story. Just for a very side note, we're not going to get into this tonight, but everyone knows that the Maral did not make a goylem, uh-huh. right? We all know that, right? Now, it's interesting, the fake manuscript that everyone quotes from the Maral Son of the Lord, there he writes that I asked my follower of the Maral, can a goylem join the minion? And he says, my shver said he can't. So even the Maral who didn't make a goyim supposedly said that even he can join the Minyan. So this whole discussion is actually brought down all in the pages of contemporary Shulchan Aruch Mishneburo. These shals are discussed. The Chazanish writes about it. The Chazanish says a goyim is not a person at all. But again, the chiddush of the, the Chacham Tzvi is found in this week's parasha that there would be no Isser Ritzicha to kill a goyim. Okay.